I'm ready. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to Two Genius One Idiot podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Genius One Idiot. Have a suggestion or something to say? Email us at Two Genius One Idiot at gmail.com. And now, let the games begin, motherfuckers. We see you. We be jamming. We see you. We be jamming. <laughs> Shut up, Johnny. I'm doing the intro. Hi, everybody. This is Mike One. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. March 14th. Two genius, one idiot. You guys know what I am. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Snarf! Switch out two genius one virus. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up, Johnny? What's up, Tommy? How you doing? Good, man. How are you doing? Chilling. Good. Trying to survive? You know? Yeah. Crazy times we're in right now. Yeah, I cut some trees down today so I can make my own toilet paper. That's what's up. He lying. Dude, you're going to... Got all that Seahawks gear. You can use that. Ooh. Cut it into Ooh. strips. I'm not I don't know. You. Yeah, it's not even half ply. It's just a lie. <laughs> God, you're trying so hard. <laughs> no, that that came pretty naturally. You guys know, like back in the old packs for the military, they were given a cigarette and one piece of toilet paper. One square. I like it. Yeah. Heard stories. Uh, I don't now, know personally. Was there any, like reason for that or are you just making that up because i've never heard that fold it in the quarters you rip the middle and you stick your finger through the middle when you wipe your butt and you use the toilet paper to clean off your butthole and you got the little corner you ripped off to clean under your nail and boom you're done see i still don't know if it, this all sounds <laughs> like bullshit to me. <laughs> bullshit specifically human shit Fucking sort of retired, shit. a retired marine had told me that are you sure he oh, wasn't messing uh, with you? I don't know. I've heard it from multiple sources, though. He wasn't the first one to tell me that. Yeah, but sometimes when people he retell, might be the most credible when they retell the same joke, they know that they're hey full of shit. What you got to think though? What he just said, the retired marine told him. <laughs> oh, probably got a box of crayons with that too. It's messed up. Are you saying that you got something against Jarhead? I don't have nothing against him. <laughs> Go tell on. the military do. Oh, uh, they love each other. Except for five, motherfucker. There you go. All right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus, please. Anyways. Man. Hey, so uh, since you're... I got a mouthful of beard, Johnny. What are you sipping on? Well, today I've chosen from 10 Barrel Brewing Company. It's called the Profuse Juice. Oh, and Profuse it, juice. I did, you know, it's actually really good. It's six point five, so a little, uh, a little lighter mm. on the alcohol scale. And I, dude, how come none of these list these on the actual can? So the bitterness scale is on there. I believe it is forty-seven or forty-nine. Um, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, it's not on the cans. I don't think it's probably a requirement thing. They put it on there to advertise, but it's not actually required to be on the can. I don't think a lot of them put the IBUs on there. Yeah. 
No, that's not a common thing, though. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people are snobs like us. That's the problem. That is mm -hmm. true. Pinky's up. But, yeah, no, this one is actually smooth from uh, 50. 70 on the IP. Oh, I was way off. Dude. You know what's funny is go check the one that Tommy has. I bet you it's 47. It's 48. 48, excuse me. Okay, so I looked at the wrong can, the wrong package. So, yes, it's 70. Uh, with that being said, Idiot. it's not really oh that bitter, gosh. though. Wow. It's very consistent. Like, it's it's got the same taste from start to finish, but it's a good taste, so it's very drinkable. So what you're saying is you can't read. Or you don't know the difference. <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know. Oh, 47. Oh, 89. Yeah. I don't know. I like math. I'm pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what are you sipping on, man? Uh, well, the only thing that I would be sipping on since I took my life savings and dumped it in an Nkasi stock. So. This guy. Uh. <laughs> Once they start making toilet paper, that was not a great investment. <laughs> no doubt. So, no once again, Nkasi Brewing Company. Uh, we're drinking the Heart and Science West Coast IPA. It's really good. Starts off sweet, ends a little bittery. It's uh, 48 on the IBUs and 6.8 percent. It's pretty good. Nice, nice. I have to try. One I like it. We go. Yeah. Well, I'm sipping on a local Georgetown brewery favorite of mine, Bodie Zaffa. Yeah, you heard it right, folks. Bodie <laughs> Zaffa. Thanks for emphasizing that, even though you're saying it yeah. wrong. He knew you were going to jump in, well, so he no, stopped I did. it right off the uh, gate. Yeah, no, I like that. Pre preemptive strike. That's right. He took the hey, out of yourselves. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. That's right. Got you. <laughs> Speechless. See? Oh, yeah. And that's how you do it, uh, folks. Because, well, okay, so what our listeners can't see right now is the dance that you were just doing while doing that. <laughs> that's what got me speechless. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> Come on. I was from a Dave Chappelle. Do whatever you got to do, man. Yeah. Let's get it. Well, right on. Well, hey, this Bodie's off a 6.9%. The IBUs are about um, your mom. Whoa. And, they're, and it's delicious. Oh, so this is super bitter. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what's up. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like this beer. Well, hey, uh, so last week we had a very interesting, a very fluid question. It kind of moved around and morphed as the episode went on. Uh, I think we ended up with, when did you get your first case of hemorrhoids or something like that, right? <laughs> and how did you fix it? No, that's what, no, no, I was wrong. I was wrong. I no. apologize. Well, mine was uh, very recently and it was wet sandpaper but please continue to the actual question <laughs> all right that'll be another episode yeah uh what? it'll be what is the weirdest home remedy you've heard of remedy. or the craziest way to catch a virus or a sickness two weeks yeah we had a lot of remedies I like uh, it. <clears throat> nobody had any weird ways to contract a virus because i don't know if there's any weird ways to contract a virus unless johnny you have something to share uh, I couldn't come up with any. Yeah, I don't know. So, Tell them about the we'll just stick the with you. Well, I heard that you can catch it from, like, uh, truck drivers. <laughs> and then uh, we, did get some, we did get some replies, though. So let's see. Uh, let's go through some of these here. Uh, so Joe, Joe shouted out and said that 
Anytime his grandma would get sick or start feeling sick, she would take two shots of apple cider vinegar and a shot of whiskey. And she said the vinegar was to kill the germs and the whiskey was to kill the taste of the vinegar. That's what's up. I wonder if that would still work, how they got like the apple cider vinegar nowadays. I think that's the same thing, right? Apple cider vinegar? Is that what he said? I thought he he meant like regular vinegar. Because I could see that. He said apple cider. Oh, okay. Yeah, he called it out. But apple cider vinegar is actually good for you, though. It's not that they actually could use it to, um, if you have a problem with like fruit flies, too. Yeah. There's a lot of uses for it. Yeah. Yeah, you can. They uh, they are attracted to it and they'll drown themselves straight, straight kamikaze into those, uh, into those uh, bowls of water like that. I like it. I like it. Bro. And then, uh, Easy E, Easy E, man. You, you, you heard when you were younger that uh, eat raw onions or garlic. I'm just curious. Did you ever do that? No. <laughs> oh, nice setup, too. <laughs> what a disappointment. Oh, good. Way to go. No. All right. All right. Uh, Cassie shouted out, said that a raw potato on your chest and lather the feet with Vicks. Eat. Raw garlic, have apple cider vinegar, uh, vinegar or apple cider vinegar. Sorry, ah, well, that's some rough stuff right there. Well, the reason why that works as a remedy is because after you do all that, nobody's gonna want to be around you with that smell. Yeah, that might be true. <laughs> I straight up, I straight up how you uh, get the uh, uh, the Yeti mating uh, call going right there. <laughs> Garlic and Vicks. There you go. Let's get it. What's up? But Cassie's kind of a hippie, anyways. Very, oh, okay. very lovable hippie, but hippie nonetheless. Have you ever met an unlovable hippie? Yes. Yeah. I mean, unlovable I mean, because they smell, or unlovable because they just weren't friendly people. Uh, well, I've never. I don't know that I've met some that were like actually unfriendly. I think that they were just. Naturally, your assholes. mom's super friendly. You call my mom a hippie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, no goddamn hippie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, thought, I thought she had flower power tattooed on her arm. She no, does. No, she does not. Uh, all right. I'll have to ask her. Your mom's hella cool. Hey, uh, Carrie Lynn shouted out and said, hey. essential. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, completely sorry. uncalled for. It was <laughs> talking about my mom. I had no response, so mine was. It's Dang. all good. There you go. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> essential oils. Essential oils. You know, I will say, Carrie Lynn, my wife also believes in essential oils. The snake she oil. She, uh, yeah, you know, the, she. Uh, I call her a witch doctor, and she whips up a little brew made of these oils. You know, like lavender oil. Fly oil, eye of an ostrich, mix it together. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be 5W30, right? Yeah, no doubt. Oh, doubt. Jesse Conway, he shouted out, said colloidal silver. Y'all ever heard of that before? Yeah, it's what they used to fight like infections before they had antibiotics. So it's it's really old school. Okay. But I mean, it had to be, uh, it, it, from what my knowledge of it, which is not that much, is that it is effective, but if you take too much of it, it can actually turn your skin like a weird gray hue. Yeah, oh. it's purple or blue. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. I'm going to get you some. Oprah that had that 
was drinking that a lot every day. Yeah. Specifically, they use it a lot to uh, for like pink eye. Is a big yeah. One. Yeah. Okay. Cesar Garcia said, "Blow cinnamon stick smoke to cure pink eye." <laughs> what? I'm gonna try that. So, like, you light a cinnamon stick on fire, get and it you to where blow it's, the smoke. Yeah, and, and you blow that smoke into someone's eye. Yeah, to cure the pink eye. Yeah. We might need to elaborate with that. We might need to follow up with this follower and say, "Hey, can you expand? Can you demonstrate on Johnny Phoenix how you would do this?" <laughs> Yeah, like, and we'll, you yes. know, we'll videotape it and put it on the website. Yeah, I, do is, <laughs> I suck it and third this. Get the pink eye first. <laughs> yeah, someone fart on your pillow before you go to bed tonight. <laughs> like, look here. Yeah, we'll I know this, this is going to sound like an odd request, but I need you to bare ass fart in my face. <laughs> it's for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Don't make right. it any weirder than it already so, is. <laughs> now listen to me. To become a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Un- unfiltered. You can't have a pop filter. You got to go straight from cheeks to face. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Jack Collins said that if you go outside when it's cold barefoot and no coat, you'll get sick. Uh, And what people don't know is that Jack can go outside without clothes and barefoot because he can squat down and be completely covered by his beard. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely (laughs) has got he's got a. Thor worthy beard, like Viking yes. ready. Massive. It's great. Yeah, and he spends the majority of the year uh, without a shirt, anyways. Right. It doesn't matter. Summer, like, as long as I've known him, summer, winter, uh, surface of the sun, or dark side of the moon, Jack, no shirt. See, all he needs to do is squat down, and it looks like he's peeking out of a bush from his nose up. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you hiding behind your face bush? <laughs> Where'd he go? That's uh, great. That's great. Shout out to Jack. Yeah. Cool Hi, peeps. Jack. Cool peeps. Hi, Jen. All right. Jen as well. Jennifer. Yes. Ford. What up, Jen and Jack? Right on. Well, hey. I got some stories that I want to share with y'all and just kind of get your take on these and see what you think. Uh, so over in the UK, there's a granddaughter who was filming her birthday for her grandma. She was 94 years old, and it was a TikTok video. As you know, TikTok is pretty big now. Everyone's posting everything to that. And so she was posting a happy birthday, and the grandma was stone cold face the whole time. And at the end of the singing of the happy birthday, the grandma said, well, thank you very much. I hope this is my last. <laughs> and then died. <laughs> no, they didn't die. Uh, but everyone heard uh, what was going on. It was an awkward silence. And someone was like, well, let's cut the cake. And uh, <laughs> broke the silence. So it's like right after it was this, not, her jugular. Uh, Right. But it's been shared around uh, a few million times now. So it's going viral. So good stuff. And then uh, kangaroos. uh, (laughs) Kangaroos fight humans often. I don't know if they have something against us or what it is. But in Australia, they've caught kangaroos eating toilet paper at the campgrounds. Yes. And so I'm wondering if they're just like, do they watch the news? Do they know that we're <laughs> buying toilet paper like no other right now? Do they Dude, see might... humans are stocking up on toilet paper like it's gold bars? They got it on their Facebook feed. 
Man, I think they're out to get us, folks. It might be a conspiracy theory. It could be a coincidence, but the the kangaroos are out to get us. That's weird. And then up in Canada, there's uh, up in Canada, there's a guy that is fighting because he used to have a personalized license plate, and now they're saying he can't have it. It's his last name. His name is Lorne Grabher. And so his license plate says grab her and he no longer can have this. So he's going to court to fight for the right to have that on his license plate. Can you imagine how many women called in? This doesn't make me feel comfortable. <laughs> this has uh, got yeah. to stop. This guy and his personalized license plate. Why is nothing being done about this? My name's Karen and I don't like this license plate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, pissed her off even more was that he had a handicap sticker on it. It's like, this is uncalled for. That should be my part as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, did you guys hear that scientists have discovered that diarrhea is hereditary? What? It runs in your genes. <laughs> oh! oh idiot. All right. There you go. Yeah. That's all I got for random stories. There's <laughs> that bike chain for you, Tommy. Will you get some WD 40 and fix that? Part of the show now. All right, all right. Hey, I got a random question for you guys before we move on to the next subject. Sure when you is. guys, uh, when you guys are peeing, do you guys <laughs> aim for the hockey puck in the urinals, or are you aiming for a different target? This may be too personal. I don't know. Well, if they're present, yes. If it's uh, those Cintas pads or whatever, those uh, there's a certain letter I'll pick and aim for it. Usually it's like, a T in the syndrome. When I see a hockey puck, man, I'm trying I'm to melt that. Of, <laughs> I'm trying to melt that stuff like I'm Cyclops from the X-Men. <laughs> you basically, this is climate change, and I'm eroding the ice cap. <laughs> this is what it looks like when you grow up next to a power plant. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I do like when they got the, the rubber mats that have a target in them. Give me a place to aim. It's great. Right. All right, sorry. Random question. Just, just thought I'd ask it. It came, it came on my mind. All right. Well, let's talk about something else. How about an elephant in the room? Podcasts, Tourette's. Sorry, go ahead. Yep. How about the coronavirus? You guys think about this? We're going through some historic times right now. Yeah, it's nuts, man. People are losing their shit over it. <laughs> it's I think some. I think yep. it's valid for certain people, but um, the level of paranoia and Everything that's going on. Some of it I feel like it's warranted only because I think this one's easy to catch. I think it's mild for most people, but it's the ones who it's not mild for that they're doing all these uh, precautions. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet because I think that it's not designed, like especially the quarantines and everything, it's not designed to actually eliminate the spread. It's to spread it out over a further amount of time. So that way it doesn't overwhelm medical facilities and like emergency rooms and respirators that are needed because it'll spike up real high and it probably already has but this way if they keep people out of like like a social barrier between them instead of everyone getting it all at once it slows it down spreads it out and doesn't overwhelm medical facilities like what's it's happening already over stressing in, out the medical facilities right now yeah but it could be like italy where it just crashes everything that that's what they're trying to avoid Media. <laughs> oh, Media hysteria. 
3% of people that have been tested have been confirmed for the coronavirus. That's it. 50 people have died. Yeah. And, and, you know, minimizing that, I'm not trying to minimize 50 people died, but only 50 people have died, and we've shut down schools and sporting events, and it just blows my mind because no one talks about the the other influences. What about the other 97% of people that are sick with respiratory diseases that is not the coronavirus, but they're still dying from it? But no one cares about that one because it doesn't have a cool name. Well, give it a cool name. Give it the Heineken bug. People will be like, oh, my God, I got the Heineken bug. Oh. Yeah, and I think that it's from the top down. It wasn't taken seriously enough. CDC has been warning them about this for a while. We didn't take it seriously. We thought it was a foreign problem, and it's here now. So I disagree with your conclusion because at what point is that it has been those casualties, and they are remaining low for the moment. But what you're comparing the influenza numbers to is the total when the pandemic has passed. These are numbers that, I mean, if we're content with just, you know, okay, this is an acceptable mortality rate, we could just ignore it and not take the measures that they're taking. Um, now, I'm not saying whether those are over overboard or underboard, whatever you want to call it, but I'm okay with us taking measures to prevent it from becoming that serious one that we underestimated and with the rate of people's travel and how global we are now with how quickly it could overtake us because in the you know the spanish flu back in 1919 1920 era the travel wasn't nearly what it was today and it still killed you know over 100 million people um but are, do but we want to wait for saying, that is, is that what you're saying we should wait for it to be in the millions before we do something or i'm or, saying are why are we actively... treating this any different than any other flu year Okay, well, it's proven that it travels a little bit faster than those flus, and it's also proven that um, it has well weird circumstance to it, which is the underlying medical conditions. And we have a lot of those, especially in America, because we're, in general, unhealthier than a lot of these other countries that are being ravished by this right now. And I know you guys don't agree with me fully, and I'm okay with that, but I, I see your point of view, and I see why we would want to do that, because A, it would cost us less money, and it's also... You know, what is going on? Are people... Because people do panic. People are stupid. This is proven. But right now, I'd rather us look foolish now and save lives versus wait till it's at those levels of the Spanish flu and other breakouts. That's how I feel. Tommy, you got anything? Save lives now, save face later. How many died last week from influenza? Let me check my CDC Palm Pilot. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm just, I'm <laughs> just saying the the hype on this is media based, and if you want to buy into everything, then go ahead. But what 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 is going on right now is the media's fault. There's people going without because of this mass hysteria. More people died last week from influenza that can kill you just the same same way. Where's the outrage there? Where's the shutdowns there? I don't know, man. When when do we choose which one's right and wrong? The numbers, the number, I don't know. Well, see, the influenza is not something new. Um, it also... Right, this is the new craze now. Like, right, right. This is the new H1N1. But they develop vaccines for it. It's a known factor. Um, 
So you think I don't, I don't think get right it, man. now what? just shutting everything down the way that it's happening is the right call? I have no mm. idea, but I, it's better than doing nothing. Because if we plan properly, we can, you know, we could take the hit to the economy already with these, uh, oh, excuse me, with these uh, packages for aid and everything. They're already, you know, combating the impact that it's had on our economy. Um, you know, it doesn't make a difference. Like, if you die from this, do you really care about those numbers? I mean, those people, like, it, you could make it a bigger picture, sure, but if you drum it down to you're one of those people who's at risk and ends up passing from it, I think that you would feel differently about it, especially those people right now that are saying it's all a hoax and all that. I'm well, why can't we have people that are at risk self-isolate? Well, I mean... Apparently, they have the information on what is really at risk for that, so... No, and I think that they're... I think that they're taking steps to do that now. I just think that we might be too late. Because people, there's going to be people who don't give a shit. They're going to go in public. And oh, just for the record, I'm guilty of that. I've been, I have done that. Um, and I have, you know, two parents that are at risk. And it, it, it does bother me because, like, uh, Pops was in the uh, urgent care in the ER the, the other week. And... I was at a certain point, I stopped worrying about his element that he was there for and started worrying about all the people coughing in that. <laughs> I know mm. it was, yeah. So I believe that. Yeah. And at that point, then, and then the worst part is, is about four days later, I started to feel kind of like shit. I was like, oh no, here we go. But then I took allergy medicine and I immediately felt better. So it was just my allergies kicking in a little bit early this year. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's my official quote to the CDC. Do not track me down and quarantine me. <laughs> if you want to track him down, I'll let you know where he's at. Yeah. What's yeah. <laughs> your address, Tommy? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, this is unprecedented stuff, though. I mean, never have I seen seasons of sporting events canceled, uh, you know, or uh, canceling of school, you know, for six weeks. Like, you know, I'll be honest. My wife is uh, a kitchen manager at a middle school. She's a lunch lady. And so she deals with 500 kids a day. So What's that calendar coming out, by the way? Wow. Oh, man. Well, as soon as she gets wow. that first mole removed. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Hey, I but, would not sit here and, and have you talk bad about my friend like that. Yeah, that mole's got to go. I'm saying your wife is pretty enough to make the lunch lady calendar. Please continue. I was like, hey, honey, where's that calendar come out? She goes, you'll never see it, my pretty. <laughs> <laughs> You're calling her a witch? That's... As soon as she gets that mole removed, she won't be a witch. Just for the record, Tommy Two Guns is not part of this conversation. Yeah, Tommy's staying out of it. Wise man. Here, here you go. That's well, we got one of the geniuses for this episode. It's up to me and you now, Mike. <laughs> All right, that's great. But so you know, the sporting events, uh, the NBA. Like I, I, I understand that an NBA player got it. Uh, probably would have passed through him. No big deal. You know, like I have. You know, well, a certain. I feel a certain way because I feel that a lot of us now have to cave to uh, just other people that should be taking responsibility for themselves and their, and their own health. And, uh, you know, now we have to all go into lockdown because people who are at risk, you know, aren't willing to, uh, you know, they know the consequences of going out to major sporting events. Look, there's a coronavirus. I probably shouldn't be in areas with large people. Well, if you're in the risk area, then don't go to these events. But for the rest of us, 
uh, we're all willing to go and take that chance. Yeah, it's but true. This, the problem with this one is it takes a while before you'll even notice the symptoms. You're two to fourteen days. Yeah, well, it says seven to fourteen, but that's okay. Two to fourteen days. Right, and the state and all that stuff are setting up for people to get paid from home for two weeks to self-quarantine, which is perfect for the elderly and people who are at risk. Right. That's perfect. But the So the rest is, of us can keep living our lives. I don't think that's not the way a pandemic works. Pandemic. We don't get to just hit the pause button and say, this is not going to spread when we take this one measure. It's not. Gonna you know, work. people do die from the common cold, too. I mean, that can turn to a pneumonia as well. Right. I mean, people die... Walking down the street, slipping and falling. It's there's yeah. lots of stuff people pass from, but I don't know. I'm okay with them taking measures to do it. And so far, um, the only one that I kind of I don't like the length of the school closure. To be completely honest, that seems well, they're not going to have to make it up. So you know they'll still have their summer break. So that's good. Yeah, but I mean, like if for example, uh, your daughter is a senior this year. Uh, yep. Are you worried at all about how that? Closure is going to affect her graduate. I know they're not going to hold it against them, but as her parent, does that bother you at all? Uh, not really. I mean, my daughter's got got her stuff ready to go, so I don't think it's an issue for her. Uh, I am concerned for other students that are, you know, there's always those students. I was one of them that would cut it to the line and would need those last three months to get your credits and your classes you need to graduate. I don't know about you at all, Mike. One, you strike me as being (laughs) fiscally, emotionally, and politically responsible, sir. Oh, absolutely. I got it all together, (laughs) folks. I got it all together. It's the total package. That's right. I even sing in the shower. It's incredible. But, yeah, you know, it's – they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do. They said that they're not going to extend the school year. So, you know, they're going to have to figure that out. It's not on the students. Now, do you feel that this response in the extreme direction is a direct response from our governor, Jay Inslee, to our president? Uh, well, I think it played a part, but, I, but you, know, we're, you know, we're the epicenter. We're, we're one of the epicenters of this disease in the U.S. So I think that this is important that, you know, we lead the way and, and, and you know, set the standard. And I understand that from a Washington standpoint. I just don't understand like for golf, man, let the golfers golf. There's yeah, don't let anybody on there. You know that's fine. They can go. There's like do what three or four people together when they're golfing. Let them golf. Well, see, and the, no, and I I understand where you're coming from too. But on the flip side of that is that so it, you know it's we're probably where the port of entry for this country was uh, mm-hmm. more than likely because we have a lot of tra- travel to that area of the world where it generated from. Yeah. But from what you're saying is that you know the Woo-ha. rest of the country. Uh, hold on. What did, did you say? Oh, okay. Wuhan. I thought you were going like way, <laughs> way old school to like Busta Rhymes. Wuha! Got you yeah, all I in I was check. trying to just kind of say it like that, you know, and see if it would just fly <laughs> by. Threw me off for a second. I was like, this guy have, it really does have Tourette's, man. <laughs> Wuha! <laughs> uh, but anyway, so back to the coronavirus is that, you know, we're, we are trying to lead the way, and I think that we're taking steps, which is good. Uh, however, this thing has already made it to like continentally – to the U.S., um, you know, all the 48 states that are connected to each other. The mayor of Miami actually just tested positive for corona and is now self-quarantined from it. So, I mean, that's the polar opposite end of this country continentally, and now this is there. So, But 
where it came from from them is it was a uh, diplomat from Brazil that was in Washington for uh, um, Washington D.C. at Mar-a-Lago, the golf course. And now that guy who was like within, they have a picture of it, like two feet away from uh, Trump. Um, that same person is the one who gave it to the mayor of Miami. Right. So, I mean, this thing is, I don't know. I feel like we're not testing enough, but I also think that the reason why we're not testing is to keep it from overwhelming our hospitals and stuff. Right. But you hear that majority of the people that get this majority the symptoms are very mild. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you say the word majority, that means uh, it means a lot of different things. Like fifty-one percent is a majority. Sure. Well, yeah, but how many people have died from this? So there's not a lot of fatalities. Well, I mean, it's working its way through. Uh, I think that it'll be. I'm not saying that it, the percentage-wise, or even the number of people that are dying. I think that that's not really why it worries the scientists and the CDC. What worries them is how quickly it's uh, spreading and how long it can la- it can survive when it's not in a host. That's that's more of what their problem is because like influenza. No, no, no. This one, uh, it's <laughs> I don't know. Okay, cool. Never All mind. right, but you Let's know, just I put will our say, blinders on, let it kill as many people as possible. I hope that from anything that people will learn and it'll be emphasized that hey, when you're sick, stay home. Yeah, wash your hands more. You know, our society increase your self hygiene. It's not, you know, and so hopefully this will be a good reminder from that. Like that's what I hope we learn from this is that hey, you know what? When people are sick, let's not encourage them or pressure them to come into work. Let them stay home so that we're not spreading that cold around the office. Imagine if we track the common cold, man, that'd be an epidemic. Crazy, it's crazy. Do you know the difference All between right. an Anything. epidemic and a pandemic? Uh, one is from Pan America. No. You going to break it down for us? Uh, well, okay. So pandemic is worldwide epidemic. I think it's limited to like a. And now know. you're thinking you don't know? No, I don't. Honestly, I know what a pandemic is, but the difference. What's weird is I don't know what an epidemic is, but I feel like it's less than a pandemic. I'm sure we'll hear from our producer. Yeah. You'll look it up, man. He's got this. I'm pretty sure that pandemic means once it's global and it's not limited to like a region. All right. Yeah. I think an epidemic. I even think it might be like a numbers thing. You know who I feel bad for? Eric, for having to look <clears throat> up my nonsense. Some of these, easy. Sorry. these, these student athletes. Oh, the NCAA. No, it's not. I mean, college, these high school seniors. I mean, yeah. their last games to play to sh- to show to get to that next step. Ooh, that's a good point. Now all this is just yanked away from these kids. Valid graduations, championship games, all just gone. Yeah. Okay, I think he's got our answer. An epidemic is for a specific community or group. A pandemic is a large epidemic. Man, that that voice is sultry. Well, I feel like my answer was pretty close. I feel like Eric's got a great voice. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) Ma, the dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nice, nice. Well, yeah, this is something crazy, though, huh? We're, you know, we're living through some history here, uh, stuff we've never seen before. I went to Costco yesterday. It was crazy. The lines were out of this world. Worse than any Black Friday I've ever been to. Uh, I mean, it's worse than anything. I drove around for 15 minutes looking for a parking spot. It was crazy. First thing I did was grab some toilet paper. Heck, yeah, I'm going to sell that on the black market. <laughs> I'm going to stand outside. Marketplace. marketplace. That's right. Look, I'm going to stand outside Costco and stand a, well, you know what, at a table and sell rolls of, rolls of toilet paper <laughs> like the Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> Are you going to wear like a green vest while doing it? I haven't decided what apparel it's going to be yet. It could be a Green Bay vest. It's green. I mean, it could be, but I feel like it needs to be something more eye-popping. Yeah, no, trust like me. That diarrhea catches people. Green I'm not something. getting some more eye-popping wardrobe with you. So, Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fair. That's fair. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Well, right on. All right. Moving on from the corona. Well, hold on. Hold on. I All had right. something. I, I wasn't done. I'm sorry. I didn't know that that's, we were... Doing this, oh, but, all right. So, all right. with with that being said, is one of the coronavirus things that I wanted to bring up is there is. Have you guys ever heard of a televangelist named uh, Kenneth Colbert? I think is his name. Yeah, he healed everybody through the TV. <laughs> yeah, this guy. So, no. uh, did you hear of this, Mike? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to describe <laughs> it to you. So, that, just so you know, is during one of his programs, he actually um, stuck his hand out. Like, uh, I don't know, can you see the, where he basically was reaching towards his audience? And he had the holy right. water on the hands. He had the holy water on his on his hands, and he's all, now I want you to listen to me right now. I'll, I'm going to cure this, this COVID-19 through the television. I want you to reach out in the name of Jesus. We're going to do this together right now, and this will not touch you. This will heal you. And he was, like, shaking in his, with his moist disgusting looking hand <laughs> shaking it towards his audience and telling him that he's going to heal them and then all while this is happening he's got his 800 number so you can donate to him at the bottom oh, you're going to feel like a real asshole when he just cured this <laughs> just capitalizing on people's fears right there dude it is and it's unfortunately so like uh, because it's, it's known I think even whether mortality rates aside is that it, it, this preys upon this is going to affect old people Right. Especially as they get older with medical complications the most. I feel like that's his audience. And, you know, a lot of people, once they start to, you know, get towards the end of the road, definitely are more comfortable with believing stuff that they normally wouldn't. And I think that they, that's why they're falling for this and they're donating. (laughs) Mm. Yes. They are the new, uh, Apple calling you for your, uh, your phone fix. <laughs> the tech support. No, no. Oh, no. They call this cross Terrible. support. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's... Um, that was a legal scam call. Well, no, if, if you were to take a guess, though. So this this guy, how much do you think he's worth? How long has he been doing it? Irrelevant. How much do you think he's worth? 20, 30 uh, million. Okay. I would say so, yeah. 20, 30 million? Okay. Uh, and then E, you got a guess, too? Right around that range. Okay, so everyone's guessing twenty to thirty million. This guy doing what we just described is worth seven hundred and sixty-eight million dollars. Yeah. Hey, people believe it. Oh. <laughs> it wouldn't be on TV if people weren't believing and contributing. Yeah, so that's why you say like you know, or, uh, I think as with old age comes gullibility, and I oh man, especially because 
the information that we all know, because a lot of the arguments that you guys make and that I make come from the fact that we're just more aware of what's going on around us in the world due to technology. Like our collective intelligence with Google and being able to search stuff is better. Individual intelligence, eh, not so much. But with that being said, is I think that they're taking advantage of the older generations not having that access and knowing where to look it up when they don't know something. And uh, 768 million reasons why this technique works, I guess. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this has been fun. This is my last episode. I found a new career. I'm yeah. going to dive into <laughs> Tommy Two Guns, evangelist. I like Tell it. Televangelist, yes. Well, hold on, right now, give yeah. us, a, if so, Tommy Two Guns, first sermon as an, a televangelist. No. No? You want to save that for the actual when When I start getting paid. Okay, cool. 768 million. There we go. <laughs> you, do, you know what you should do is set up your mic to where it does that, like the deep, uh, informant, blurred out voice. This is Tommy, yeah. no, We need to work on it. We're going to do this. This is Tommy. AKA Have you accepted Jesus? <laughs> Have you accepted? You yeah. Put your hand up to the TV right now. <laughs> I will heal <laughs> you. You're gonna feel it coming from within, and boom! In the name of the Lord. Wow. <laughs> so impressed. Way to go, guys. Way to go, guys. You welcome. I'll be honest. <laughs> from Tommy just killed from me right here. Now. From here, it looked like you were doing the Undertaker, man. It was great. Dude, no, you almost just killed me right now. He's like, "Did you Jesus lay down and die?" I almost just did, dude. Oh. Did you guys hear? Speaking of the Corona stuff, though, did you guys hear about what a biologist wears on their first date? Oh, here we go. Designer jeans. Dude. Crazy. Yeah. So, the bike chain. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> then, like, if we could do that doubled up, that'd be even better. You guys have any good yo mama jokes? <laughs> uh, no, right. not, not I didn't right. think so. All right, good. All right, moving on. We're going to the, some UFC. Let's talk about our picks last week for this fight, huh? How about that? Tommy and Mike won. Four and one. Feels good to be Nicely a player. Nicely done. Johnny, three and two. Not bad. Not bad. Well, with that being said, though, is if I didn't switch to Zang from John, I would have been two and three. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about that? Decision. That was incredible. I feel like it, I, honestly, either it, that decision goes either way, I would have been okay with that decision. Nope. Zang won that. Fight. Yeah. I don't think that was an either way. Zang won that fight, man. Back no way. Joanna, I think that, uh, in my opinion, the fact that in Zang my was, opinion, the fact that Zang was the champion is what gave her the push to go. Because I, I don't know, man. I would have. Would you have been uh, okay with a draw? No. No. Really? You don't think you don't think Juana's head was a contributor to the decision? Oh, don't. Come on, dude. She looked like from that one alien movie. What was that? Space Invaders. I don't know. Life on Mars. I don't know what it was. Yo, that was crazy. Mars Attacks. There you go. Yes. Yeah, those Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah, man. Yolanda got her butt kicked. Like Zhang hung in there, took her weak shots, and dealt with it. Yeah. Kablam. Well, no, is like I said, is I'm I picked Zhang. I thought that I did think that she won, but I would have been okay with either way. I yeah. think it's okay. A draw. Either I, I way, think, you saw history. Yeah, it was a great fight. Oh, so definitely best women's fight ever. I would definitely say it's a contender for the best fight ever, period, male or female. So if, you, if what fights would you say possibly surpass that fight? Death and Bonner, Forrest Griffin. Okay. But the first tough, that, that makes sense. That's a good one. Um, and man, I'd, I'd really have to do some research because there's, there's some good fights. But none really pop out other than, you know, those two. The do you guys have any of them? have to be up there, right? What one? Gracie. Gracie versus hmm. who? Shamrock? Shamrock? Maybe. It's just 25 minutes of them laying down. But that's but that kind of pioneered to where we're at now. That's true. I think more UFC, because that was um, the first time that they did, like, the super fights. Um, prior to that, it was all tournament style. Yeah. yeah. I would say Boss Rutten versus Kendall Randleman was a really good fight. Yeah. 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 So it seems like we're getting a lot of old school fights. Um, uh, what about Gustafson, John Jones, the first one? Yeah, that was a great fight. That was a great fight. That uh, was a great fight. How about Gilbert Melendez versus Diego Sanchez? Mm. Do you remember that was that's not that was a slugfest. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely interesting to watch slugfest. that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's kind of what it is. I mean, you know, the slugfests I think are the ones that we remember. Yeah, that's true. I think there's a lot of memorable ones that were, uh, you know, quick. But as far as like being greatest fight ever. I think this one's in contention, at least. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was impressive. Yeah. Congrats to both to women. Yeah. Who do you guys think is next? Rematch? Uh, for which? Which? For we want to start with the champ. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Who? Who should Zhang fight next? I think she fights Rose next. Yeah. Rose that would be good. Eunice. Yeah. How do you think Rose matches bet. up? Um. Honestly, I think Rose matches up pretty well against Zhang. Um, she's tough. She's a good striker. Um, she's okay. Like Rose is basically like, if we were to take her UFC rating into where like Zhang has the level ten striking, well, Rose has like eight point five, and then eight point five across the board and everything, which is how, you know, she's just super well rounded. Mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't excel at anything, but she's not bad at anything. Not at all. She's like really good at everything. Right. Which I think that uh, there's a couple areas that Zhang hasn't really been tested on. She hasn't been tested when she's, uh, if she could get taken down and someone ended up on top. But Zhang's really yeah. good at keeping that up. Oh, just, she's so strong though for, yeah. how, for their size, man. She's incredibly man. strong. Yeah. I think that would be the key because I don't know if Rose can outbox her. No, so I think I think key is going to be Rose needs to be able to take her down because that's how she beat Joanna. I mean, Dude, partly. I mean, she did box combos her. in that. She yeah. did. She did land some great combos. You're right, but I mean, she was able to take her down and ground and pound her as well and get her tired. Yeah, and the second fight, wore her sure. out. First one, she knocked her out the first round. True, it's true. So she boxed Rose thug. Yeah, I think it, what's what does her well when it comes to people that are really good at striking is that um, she doesn't really brace for impact she just kind of rolls with her punches and i think it makes her real fluid with the counter punching because 
she doesn't like tense up when it happens. She just hits her and she's like, you know, Gumby and just kind of absorbs it. And that's how she was able to beat Johanna is when Johanna was swinging, she'd connect, but then Rose would just come right back with it. Like, and that's, you know, she ended up clipping her and yeah. Kaboom. Yep. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. And good, you know, good for her. Yeah. So I think it's either Rose, uh, maybe, maybe uh bullet, Valentina Shevchenko. I think Zhang might did one of those super fights. I felt bad for Zhang's in, uh, interpreter. <laughs> yeah. Poor bastard had a panic attack. He's like, oh, no. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Joe was like, get it together, man. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> it was great, though. Uh, it was good. It was good. And then what about uh, for Joanna, uh, then? What's next for her? Well, she needs a win. Doesn't really matter Facial who it comes from. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. That's anybody. What about uh, Tisha Torres? Hasn't she fought her already? Mm, I think so. You know what? Never mind. I think she did. And she I think beat? that I thought that Tisha won. Yeah. yeah. Oh, rematch should be good then. Yeah. Well, actually, I think Tisha. Okay. If we're doing it. All right. So I think that uh, Zhang would fight Rose. And then Valentina will fight Torres, and then whoever wins between those two would be the next fight. Torres is going to get destroyed. Oh yeah. I'm going to get here flipping up gang signs. I mean, what's wrong, dude? <laughs> oh, no peepee -pee touch. Yeah, you know, east side on the blood. No, what it, it's what Brian does. That's what Johnny does with his hands. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay, my buddy, he's right, I did. But it was only <laughs> one, it was only one hand, because huh? the other one had a beer in it. That's what. <laughs> All right. All right, what about the, what about the Romero versus the Izzy fight? What'd you guys think of that one? So So boring. I think, I think <clears throat> once it got third, fourth round, that crap <laughs> happening. Yeah, thank you, E. Thank you. Fitting. We thought maybe it would speed up. Yeah. And then yeah. part of me was, you know, thinking like what they were saying on TV, we were spoiled with what we just watched. Eh. True. And then, but it, man, I, I just, I don't think that should have even been a fight. You think a rule is no contest? Yes. <laughs> no yeah. contest oh, for me. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> I would have been okay if they called it a draw. Yeah. They, uh, I think that it was uh, Izzy doing bare minimum to get by. Yeah, I mean, I he was the he, champ. He didn't have to be aggressive. Yeah, he he did what he needed to win, you know, and it was a boring win, but he's still champ, and now Romero's on his resume, just as he called it. So, on to the next. Yep. Yeah, but it's um, man, so boring. <laughs> it was boring. Though. So what's uh, Style Bender's next fight? Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one, man. That is a good question. I don't know. Does he wait? I, I think he should fight John Jones while the iron's hot. Yeah, that's what I want to see. That would be awesome. I, I want think, to see John they, Jones just destroy him. Is Romero's like a big guy as far as being like physically fit and you know uh, broad? Mm. But you see how much bigger Izzy looked than him. Dude, Izzy, he towered over him. Yeah, it was nuts. But not just you know. Obviously, he's not as uh, thick as Romero is, but he's uh, like just size wise, he didn't look like the smaller guy at all in there. No. Even muscle-wise. Right, right. I feel like he looked like a boss in a in a like a God of War game or something. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. No. Especially when he was towering over Romero. I was like, geez, Louise, yeah, man. Romero looks like he could a be boss. a superhero too. You know what I mean? That's that's why him being so much bigger than him is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was good. It was good. Monster. Happy for Izzy. Keeps his uh, trend going. He's still hot. Still a thing to fight. Love to see him fight John Jones, although I hear that they're setting up the Reyes rematch with that one, so that's a bummer. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, even in that division, that's not the most worthy fighter. It should be John the, John the Man versus him. If not, then let's see Izzy. Yep. Reyes. What Agreed. What? Romero versus John Jones? Yeah. Didn't this already happen? Or am I tripping? No, never mind. It didn't happen. I don't know. It's funny. I'm, th- I'm thinking of Anderson Silva. Yeah. You're Anderson Silva. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> All right. I think Sorry. Romero should just retire. Call it done. I agree. He's 42. But I don't, judging by his attitude, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, you know me, boy. The people, the people fight. They you want, want to run, Usain Bolt. Yeah, you want to run, you take those right, out. You know me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right what about what about uh tyron Woodwood, woodley he's all upset because uh dana white and joe rogan called his fights boring what do you think yeah well i think is it was because of their response to uh or their talking about uh izzy's fight against romero being like a master class uh version of a fighter that's you know two counter punchers fighting against each other and it was just a masterpiece of defensive work put in by him i think that's why tyrone was mainly upset about it i think he should just get over it i think tyrone woodley's fights are boring <laughs> well thank you mike <laughs> <laughs> but was more boring than this one that we saw though the it's about the yes. same I think it was more. I think this fight was more exciting because you never knew if Romero was going to explode and make something happen. So you're always waiting in anticipation. I feel like Tyron Woodley, you just you know what you're going to get, and it's going to be a boring fight, and that's why his pay per view suck. Yeah, but even then, like even being a boring fighter, you can kind of overcome it a little bit. I mean, GSP proves that. Um, Mighty Mouse never really got there. I think he was headed there to where people were impressed by his win streak and how long he had done this for to where he was overcoming the fact that his fights were boring and going to really transcend. And then they traded him for Ben Askren. What a great trade. Bravo. So well, so well. Now, I'll be honest though. Like when it comes to Woodley, he is not a memorable champ for me. Like when I think of USC champs, like Woodley is not one that I'm like, Oh yeah, Woodley. Yep. No. Well, I mean, he just got dominated so badly by Usman. I mean, Usman's like Usman's legit. Like he could, he could. Ah, I like that guy. He if he has to tough it out, he can do it. If he has to knock someone out, he can do it. If he has to go to the ground, he can do it. See, he's an entertaining fighter to me. That one. Oh, him and Colby Covington. How does that compare? Uh, with this. Dude, name? that was a great yeah, fight. Yeah, that was a really good fight. Doesn't compare. <laughs> it doesn't compare at all. But it was a good fight. <laughs> Good, good, good uh, comparison there, Johnny. That was great. You're welcome. <laughs> pair of really great Here's the great one. Here's the really bad one. one. Yeah. That's Who right. That's right. I was talking about right. Sang and Johanna, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, how about these translators at the UFC? What do you think <laughs> about them? Obviously, <laughs> Zang 
had a panic attack and freaked out. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Joe Rogan. You're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) That's not fair. Yeah. That's messed up. Joe Rogan. And looks like a giant toddler. It's gross. This guy's a pedophile. That's what we just discovered. <laughs> it's like, I like toddlers, but huge. Jeez. Yeah. And then uh, what about the uh, Romero's uh, translator? Unimpressive. Should, yeah, it was unimpressive in the fact that he should have stepped in at some point and been like, hold on, say it to me in Spanish because... What you just said made no sense. <laughs> Get my humble fries, bro, y'all. You shame about. You know me, boy. Yeah. It was so bad. I thought it was so funny that Romero ended up blaming it on Izzy. Like, oh, you're running from me the whole time. It's like, dude, he's the champ. Go get him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, Romero's leg was beat up, though. Oh, But man. even before that, he wasn't doing uh, Honestly, I think that Romero's plan... Uh, that was his plan, and in the first round, he might have stole that round because of it. Sure. Um, and I was waiting. I was like, dude, this guy's going to do this for the first two rounds. He's going to go up two to two to zero with this slow, explode a couple times, steal these rounds, and then he's going to go try to do it in the third. Is he's going to figure this out, that this is what he's doing? Because if he wins, you know, three of the rounds to the two, that's your end and new. Right. And I think that's what his plan was. But then his legs started to get beat up and it just didn't work out. Because he figured it out quicker than he thought. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what, yeah, it was the good. second round, I think Izzy landed four times the amount that he landed in the first round. Yeah. I started to pick it up a little bit. Well, they already said that uh, Izzy's going to fight Paula Costa next. We should, dude. Honestly, that will be an interesting fight because Paula Costa how he beat Romero was coming forward the entire time mm-hmm. bell to bell. So He's tough. Yeah. They actually made him leave the arena before Izzy left the cage. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, oh, I need to talk to this baboon or whatever. Right, right, right. He's going to throw yeah. shit at me in the So ring. that'll be a fun uh, match to watch lead up because, you know, there's going to be a lot of smack talk there. Izzy's good at talking smack. Paul is good at talking smack. So it'll be an exciting fight. Yeah, Build did you up see... Um, and- in a training session that uh, Paulo Costa knocked out Jake Paul. Knocked him oh, out really? cold. <laughs> <laughs> They're at the UFC Institute in Vegas, and uh, they were sparring. Costa had on no headgear. Jake Paul had on headgear. And, you know, he's, he's, a, he's, not a, he's in shape, and he's got the desire to fight, and he's tougher than people give him credit for. So he was in there. He's not obviously not on Paulo Costa's level. But they went, you know, they're going some rounds, and he was getting some punches in, and then you could just see when Costa turned it from like forty-five percent to sixty-five percent, and just that change of pace. What? Even with the mm-hmm. headgear, knocked him out. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So if you, if you haven't seen it, I recommend checking it out. It's pretty entertaining. Just don't do it I on like- Jake Paul's. On Jake Paul's YouTube, don't get him. Give him the satisfaction. Don't give him the. the <laughs> don't give him the click. <laughs> Do it on Paula Costa's <laughs> channel. <laughs> nice. And then what do you guys think about uh, Brian Ortega slapping uh, Jay Park? If you guys don't know, Jay Park <laughs> is the uh, Korean zombie uh, manager, right? He signed him to his record label. Or no, 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 to to his, I don't know. He signed him to whatever he is. Yeah, he well, he's got like a promotional thing that he does with him. But yeah, that's uh, I heard this guy's a rapper. Have you heard of this guy prior to this story, Mike? Yeah, he's part of a dance crew 
or uh, you know B two whatever they are, B2K. you know the crazy popular uh, K pop Korean band. Excellent. He's like the, he's like the Justin Timberlake of Korea. Like on that level though, come on, he's the JT of Korea. Yeah. If he's the Dude, JT of Korea, them? you guys need to step up. <laughs> you guys, man, I'm just telling you, man. You don't hear girls screaming like they do at these concerts. It's oh, ridiculous. The K-pop ones, I believe it. It's stupid. I can't stand it. <laughs> it drives me crazy. <laughs> can't stand it. Is it so? When you've gone to visit there, is it is it worse than you thought it was when you actually saw it in person? Well, I haven't actually watched it in person. He's lying. That's a lie. Uh, Take hold on. Check his vocal patterns. That was a lie. I was gonna wear my autograph shirt today, but I figured since he got slapped, I shouldn't wear it. Jay Park. <laughs> oh, man. He got slapped. He was talking smack. Brian Ortega stepped up and slapped him. Now Jay Park looks like a little punk. Trying to play the victim, but he was putting big words out into the media. And Brian Ortega went to the head of the snake and slapped it. And uh, Snake slapper. Boom, there you go. It's like a cobra. you seen those videos of the Indian guys are training the cobras, and they're like, bah! <laughs> Just fearless. <laughs> and that's that's how I describe, you know, Brian Ortega, um, huge cojones. I need him to have, like, a huge cortex and use his brain. Because this guy's, you know, as far as in their business, he's a nobody. Um, and that I actually really would like to see that fight. I think who do you think wins between Ortega and uh, Korean Zombie? Ortega. I mean, I would love for the Korean Zombie to win. He's my ethnic brother, but it's a tough fight, man. It's a tough fight. I'm sticking with my guy, though. I got faith. I got faith. Kimchi is going to pull him through. I see. Powered by Kimchi. So we got. I I think Ortega is going to win. I think he'll submit him. Who? Oregano, or, what? Ortega. Ortega. <laughs> you know me, boy. Nah, he's a good fighter, man. He's a good fighter. So uh, that'll be a good fight. That'll be a good fight. I'm not really looking forward to the trash talk because, you know, Brian's going to be like, hey, man, blah, 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 blah. And the Korean's is going to be like, ah, I am the Jambi. Ah. <laughs> Jambi. It's just not as cool. Yeah. It's just not as cool. So well, I'm not looking forward to that. Well, Ortega's I'll really just backed off, thing. though, since uh, all the bad PR. It, yeah, it was bad it was, PR for him. Well, he's trying not to get um, sued by Jay Park is what it was. I think sued and or charges be pressed on him. Sure. Probably, yeah. He's backing it up. Yeah. But I don't think he cares. I think he'd do it again in a heartbeat. Of course. Or or Ortega's or that guy, man. Right. T-City. T-City. Uh, uh. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so uh, we got a UFC card tonight. Uh, I don't really care about it, but Kevin Lee against Oliveira. I, I forget his first name. I know Alex fought in the last card. What's this guy's name? I think it's Charles. Charles Oliveira. He's yeah. been around for a while. Lanky dude. Uh, Kevin Lee missed weight. Did he again? He did. He missed weight. Totally Fight's going to happen still. Well, yeah, but it'll just affect if he wins or not. Yep. Like how much money he gets. Hopefully he gets knocked out. I hope so too. Good. Can't make weight. You shouldn't be in the biz. Yep. See ya. Yeah. Man, gonna get the uh, Kool Aid guy to jump in here. Oh yeah! <laughs> so who do you think wins that fight, though? I think Oliver is gonna win. Yeah, I Oliver. think I think Lee's gonna win. You think so? Just because of the weight advantage, or just because the, the skill is, level? Well, he is definitely because um, uh, you know you just coming off the win versus Giuseppe, who was undefeated before that big fighter. 
Yeah, that was a good fight he for looked, him. I mean, people counted Lee out of that fight. Yeah, he looked different. He looked better than I'd seen him. But you got to remember, before Kevin Lee he suffered that first defeat, he was on a hot streak. Agreed. I think he's getting back to that and learned his lesson from a couple losses, and he's going to come back better than ever. So I think he's going to win, and this will be a stepping tone, stone. Well, it should have been a stepping stone towards a title match, but because he missed weight, Dana's not going to like that. Oh, I, I just had a vision of how this fight's going to end. All right. It's going to be a third-round TKO. Head kick. <laughs> From Oliveira? Yes. Okay. All right, there you go. Mike one has spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. I have spoken. All right. <laughs> we have a deal. All right. And then uh, what about the Khabib versus uh, Tony Presser? Oof. How about that? You think Tony's in his head? No. I don't think he, I think they are both in each other's head. I don't think it's fair to say one that yeah, one's a, getting that's the advantage. That's definitely a two-way street at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> uh, Tony Ferguson, though, is always entertaining. Uh, I think it's funny that he got mad for the uh, the guy who was basically giving him props about overcoming his mental illness and getting back out there and, you know, conducting business. <laughs> yeah, he's all, he asked the question. He's all, fuck you, next question. <laughs> yeah, he's all, I was giving you props, man. He's always giving you props. He's like, next question. <laughs> like, yeah. And the guy actually yeah. genuinely, he was, you know, normally reporters will ask those underhanded questions. I did not feel that from this guy at all. I thought it was, you, you watched it, Mike, one, right? Sorry, I was chugging Bodies off him. My bad. <laughs> uh, yes, I did watch that. And. He was genuinely, I believe, giving him props. I think he was too, man. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't think Tony felt he had issues. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Well, you know, I crazy. you don't know issues. it's crazy. Tony is going to beat the shit out of him. All right. Mm. Tony, so from Tommy Two Guns, Tony's going to whoop up on Khabib. How do you feel about this, Mike? Uh, I'm going with Tony as well. I believe that Tony's movement. And his striking abilities, and once he gets on the ground, on the bottom or top, dude, those elbows, we've seen his opponents, they get destroyed. Yeah. I can't tell you how upset Johnny is right now with your pick. Why? Well, as soon as Mike Wood made his pick, you look, your face dropped like, <laughs> stupid mother. <laughs> and then you just grab a drink. Yeah, but is that tag any different than any time? Yeah, Doug Dean. <laughs> I always am disappointed in what Mike says a lot of the time. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, no, is uh, I don't know, man. I gotta. I'm, I'm worried about the coronavirus uh, canceling this one. I'm excited about this being held in the apex because I think if there's any trash talk going on, we're gonna get to hear all of it. Yeah. Have you have you seen those Tuesday night fights that they held holding there? The Dana Contenders one? Yeah. Yeah, I watched, uh, especially when Greg Hardy was on there, I watched those too. Right, right. Yeah, you can hear everything. You can hear them breathing heavy. You can hear everything. So if they're talking smack, we'll get to hear it. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I actually like hearing their coaches too. Yeah. Their coaches are yeah. giving them instructions. I, I don't know. I think it'd be really – I hope they don't cancel it because it, the really – the reason why I'm worried about them canceling it is that they have they depend on the gate at this one's an MSG right uh, Madison Square Garden I believe so yeah mm -hmm. so with that being said is uh, 
that gate at the actual event is going to matter to this one because of the fact that so many people no longer pay for the pay-per-views. They only stream. Like, for example, um, the Tyson Fury versus Wilder fight only managed like 900K buys, but it needed 1.1 million to break even. Um, And they only did, you know, obviously 800K is a disappointment. But illegally streamed, it was anywhere from, what did they say, Tommy, it was like 15 to 20 million or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they got a quarter of those people to buy this fight, they did make their break-even point times four. So, Just want to uh, clarify, the fight was going to be at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. So where the Nets play. Uh, the Right. Gotcha. So, so, so they're going to be moving that fight to the Apex for now. Hopefully that happens April 18th. That's a fight Tommy Two Guns has been waiting to see. I know that we're excited to see that fight. Uh, Khabib, undefeated. Tony, he kicks metal poles. He's crazy. Yeah. He puts his T- tongue on nine volts. <laughs> this guy's an animal. <laughs> and Tony just- reminds me of a newer version of Diego Sanchez with better fighting skills. Oh, yeah. Not even in, in the same league as far as fighting skills i mean don't get me wrong dago's not bad but tony's next level he is but I, his personality yeah oh sorry is i didn't get to make my pick though i think khabib wins um i would love to see tony win i especially with all the shit that khabib's been talking um i think tony's super entertaining i just don't he's the best one to have a shot if anyone is going to beat khabib it is tony yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Khabib wins. Mm. I hope it happens. I hope we get the final wrestlers out. a week before state. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's so bad at him too. Well, first there was the, uh, you know, this guy's supposed to be getting ready for state. <laughs> for those who don't know, uh, Khabib was training with one of DC's uh, Daniel Cormier's uh, high school students. Like he's ranked number one in the country in his uh, division, and he went some rounds with Khabib and uh, that's what Tony was right. saying. And he actually cheated during some of them and admitted it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe that I would love to look back at that and that kid ends up being like the next middleweight champ or something. Right. That'd be pretty cool. Because Khabib had to cheat to beat him, you know. Yeah. It says something, something about that guy. He was checking his oil. There. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> You're about a Cheater, you can't do that. <laughs> For those that don't know, in wrestling, checking someone's oils when you stick your finger up their butt. <laughs> Just want to clarify. In case it's also you the strangest remedy for uh, the coronavirus. <laughs> I like it. Virus creeper. Yeah, that's why they need. What you do is you have to wrap your hand, your two fingers, in toilet paper, and then put on outside of the toilet paper. You put hand sanitizer. And then you just lift and then shove, and that's your remedy for coronavirus right there. This that, got really in-depth. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Well, we just did virus creeper. You wanted me to tell you there was the weirdest way or remedy. This I don't want I you to make something up on the spot. <laughs> that is Dude, not made up. It's science. That's gross. In the name of Jesus. Gross, man. <laughs> I have Jimmy Swaggart in the house. In the name of Jesus, I check your oil. <laughs> Please don't keep that sanitizer <laughs> out of my butt. Jeez. It burns. 
<laughs> That's Jesus. My butthole sanitized. That's right. You've been cleansed. I have exercised those demons. Wash your hands and, and your buttholes. I flushed those demons. For 40 seconds. <laughs> I washed my hands twice. Oh, my gosh. Right. Once for me. Once it goes hands, <laughs> butthole, hands. That's how you wash. All right. Anyway, sorry. Speaking <laughs> of butthole, let's talk about the XFL. <laughs> oh, oh, smooth transition. <laughs> wow. Well done. How, how do you really feel? Jeez, what a bummer. <laughs> They're done for the season. They they postponed the rest of the season till next year. Is that true? They uh, actually went ahead with that? Yes. Yeah, they're uh, done. I knew that they had canceled some events. I didn't know that they had actually wrapped it up. That's it for them this year. Does, does that league survive that? No. They'll come back. I think they'll come back. No, I think honestly is uh, due to his relationship with them because uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Vince McMahon and Trump are homies, right? Yeah. They totally are going to meet the guidelines for the relief. They're going to get a big fat portion of that. And say, we lost this amount of money from this. Go ahead, boom. So never mind. Might I, happen on the spot. Might happen. Yeah, it might happen on the spot. I'm changing it. I thought they weren't going to survive. I think they absolutely survive. They're going to thrive. That's right. Yeah, but yeah, you know, a, a, a Seattle Dragons player tested positive for the coronavirus. So, uh, yeah, that league's wrapped up. On Thursday night, I went to my bowling league. I'm just saying. You, bunch of people the there touched league? each other's balls. It doesn't matter. Look, I still did it. And my team won. Well, I'm not hating. So what you're saying is that your bowling league is more interesting than the XFL is what I yeah. took from that. We had a battle of a game. There's three of us, and they had five of them, and we still came through and won. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. We're winners. Who's who's on your bowling team? Me, my son, and some old game named Joe. Dude's a Mexican dude, about sixty-three years old. Oh. <laughs> He's an old OG in the bowling game, man. Is it Joe or is it Jose? Uh no, it's Joe, man. Joe Marin. Joe Marin, my man. And this guy is a huge Cowboys fan, man. So uh, that's no too longer. bad. No longer. It's all. Yeah, that's too bad unfortunate but yeah man we got the we got the dub every time we get wins we win money so at the end of the season i'm trying to get paid son I'm trying to get paid make a living out of this so bowling of, of stuff the three of you which one's the best bowler my guess before you answer is daniel that is incorrect folks is it you no it's that is me oh. i bowled a 243 last on uh, thursday what's your average though let's talk averages 88 <laughs> yeah, like I just had Jersey. a really good game. I'm like 175 average. Oh, that's pretty good. I'd say yeah, I'm like a 176 average. Nah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> 177 and a half. Yeah, and a half and two thirds. Sorry, right, half the pin. That's when you really go. You got to throw it hard to make I'm it a prob- half pin. I'm probably like a 90 average bowler. Uh, I'd say I'm probably like a 140. We should do some bowling sometime with some fans. There you go. You know, we yeah. can go there, Dude, do some bowling, and drink. Bass Pro Shop. Hey, they got that underwater one. Hey, shut down. If there's buddy. any fans, anybody, mm-hmm. any listeners out there that would be interested in bowling with us at the Bass Pro Shop at the underwater theme bowling alley, let us know. Look, two genius one eighty at gmail Please let us know. Or social media, Facebook groups. Or you can just show up at Johnny's house. That's cool. But let us know. Don't do that. 
He lives on 2432 <laughs> Elementary Avenue. Elementary Avenue. Southeast. Southeast. If you go to Northeast, you're going to end up at uh, Middle School Avenue. No, not Middle School. If you go Northeast, you'll end up at the local LDS. So. <laughs> wow. Oh, so did you see Mike on the screen? He just paused. There was nothing. Oh, that was great. Oh, man. Good stuff. All right. Well, let's talk about a little bit. Uh, you ready, Tommy, uh, for this NFL? Dun, 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 dun. You're stupid. <laughs> Whatever, Johnny. Don't be jealous. You had a chance to jump in. Oh, not, not now, not ever. I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to participate. You guys are just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you know me, boy. You know me. <laughs> All right. So, NFL, what you got, Mike? All right. First of all, are we going to have a season? Oh, yeah. This will pass by then. Think so? I hope so. Yeah. Look, I got a cruise April 25th. I still plan on going. Dummy. You probably won't Royal be Caribbean to. just did their 30-day closing from March 14th to April 14th. So that means April 25th, my cruise is still there. And you better believe I'm going, son. Woo! It's, it's, it's a Caribbean cruise, correct? Yeah. Which uh, where, where are you stopping? Where are you stopping? How long is this cruise? We only stop? stop at the Caribbean island. Yeah. Oh. They that's, have. That's uh, not a real thing. Royal Caribbean has their own island in the Caribbean, located with a big water park. Where in the East Caribbean? Is it near? What country is it near? It's its own island, homie. I don't know. Uh, it's near the Caribbeans. You should know this. I don't know. I just, just hop in on a case, boat and just in case get out get, and party naked, man. That's yeah, all I do. You got to know which countries nearby could be sanctuary for you, given like a hurricane, coronavirus, uh, herpes outbreak, dude. All of those. You oh, need to just. We be got prepared. a balcony room. I'll just sit out on my balcony and get fresh air, man. I feel sorry for the people that got inside rooms, but me and my fam will be great. When you get there, are you uh, first and foremost? Can you bring a firearm? Uh, that's a negative. Okay, so when you get there, you need to procure a weapon just in case. I'll be making a shiv on the first night, man. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is a good strategy. I can't wait for you to that broadcast paneling around the toilet there. pops off real easy, man. You can sharpen that to a fine tip. <laughs> All right, so, well, I mean, if we don't see you, I'll see you. <laughs> yeah, April twenty fifth, man. We'll see what happens in a month. See, see, see what this virus is doing at this point. Hopefully, people will just be trying to sell toilet paper because they're like, I have too much now. I don't need it anymore. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll see a mass exodus and the toilet paper stocks will drop. Who knows? All right, folks. And NFL. So, uh, Tom Brady. What do we think is going to happen with Mr. Goat? He gone. Nah, really? He gone. Yeah, he's got it there. Really? Bill you Belichick. both think he's leaving New England? Yeah. I think Bill Belichick's ego, and, uh, you know, you, someone mentioned this. I think it was uh, uh, Mr. Lamar Steelers on our Instagram uh, had mentioned it that Bill would want to solidify his legacy. I think that's coming to fruition. Wow. I just, I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening, but okay. Easy E, what do you think, man? You're a football fan. You think Brady's going to stay? Hell no. Wow. That's, a, okay. that's not even a no. That's a hell no. 
Yeah, yeah, that was a where do you think Austin's he's going to end up? Three sixteen answer. With that being said, he's not as most of the memes and rumors are saying he's not going to the Niners. Oh, oh, what makes you so sure he's not going to the Niners? It's a good, good fit for him. He's going to uh, the Dolphins. Oh, cool. Brady to the Dolphins. Ooh. I mean, oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. No hate. I don't just, think so. Just saying. I don't think he's going to go. There. If he goes anywhere, he's going to the Titans or Titans or Raiders. Those are your Titans. The Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah. You know, because the Raiders are all about hype. They need to generate the interest. And you called it, Mike, that they, they would do it to uh, uh, generate the interest once they moved to Vegas. Derek Carr, decent, serviceable quarterback. Tom Brady's the GOAT. I mean, come on. Like, when you go to Vegas, you can be like, hey, I'm going to go see a show, and I'm going to go see Tom Brady. Like, that that's that's the level Brady's at. That'll, <clears throat> that'll get me out there to go see Tom Brady play. Okay. Yeah, yeah, see, love, there you go. Dude, man, could you, I would love to go see a game in Vegas. Yeah. I know, the, like, the Dolphins versus them. I think we may even have. Uh, that's probably the game you can. Sure. Easiest to find tickets to. <laughs> you don't see what you say that, but dude, our, the the Packers and even the Seahawks and the Dolphins all travel very well because I've been to visiting stadiums plenty, and I can tell you that. Uh, don't wrap the Packers in with the Dolphins. Get out of here, dude. Come on, we have oh, different. Uh, how many undefeated seasons you got? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that was so long ago. How many Super Bowls you got? Oh, okay. That's cool. Well, we got half the what you got. It's all good. Well, half ain't what we got. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yes. It's first and foremost, if you know, that's not true at all. <laughs> we don't have half. <laughs> we, have <laughs> half what you got. we have half as many uh, appearances as the Packers, <laughs> but that's okay. But we have anyways. But we have uh, double the amount of appearances, double and a half of the amount of appearances of the Seahawks. No big deal. All right, well, back to Tom Brady. Look, here's what I think. I think the evil empire is trolling everybody. <laughs> I think Valid. Brady and uh, Belichick are just sitting back laughing at all these stories like, ah, these guys are just ridiculous. We ain't going anywhere. They're sipping pink champagne together, watching remixes and re- uh, just watching uh, Adam Sandler movies all day. Perfect. Boats and hoes. I like it. <laughs> it's not a Sandler That's movie. Not a Sandler <laughs> it sure isn't. It sure isn't. Will Ferrell. Hashtag. Uh, stepbrothers. Uh, stepbrothers. That's right. Right. Fair. All right. Sorry. No, it's good for that shoulder pain. Oh, dude. <laughs> Please. And so for the listeners that don't know, what's good for shoulder pain, Tommy Two Guns? <laughs> I feel like my butthole. <laughs> Uh, virus creeper. <laughs> Strange remedy. Should, should have, uh, turn that in as, as an answer, man. Yeah, would have been been perfect. All right. Enough about Brady. What about Dak? Ah. Man, the Cowboys extended an olive branch to Dak and said, we would love for you to be our QB. And he slapped that out of the hands and was like, who are you talking to? He ain't worth the money he's asking. Well, I mean, with the market the way it is, uh, it, it could end up being a really smart move because even if he doesn't sign that contract, the long-term one, um, they're going to franchise tag him at least for one year. 
And after that, if he, so it'll, if he, if, excuse me, I'm so confident in this, when he does that, um, mm. they will franchise tag him and then it'll be a prove it year for him. And actually it'll benefit the Cowboys as much as that pains me in my heart to say. Do you see Dak as the quarterback for the Cowboys for the next five to eight years? No. Yeah. I could see him doing that for sure. Finishing his career there? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It depends what what they do with the CBA. The CBA makes it way more likely that players will become uh, free agents. I think it depends on how long Jerry Jones is in control. Yeah. They bring someone else new in there. There's going to be a different way of doing business there. Jerry Jones is very loyal to his players. Yeah, but that's also part of the way they haven't won in a while because he inherited, um, you know, they made some good moves as far as the draft between Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, and then Edmund Smith. But once his way of thinking really solidified, the Cowboys haven't been a – I mean, they may make the playoffs, but they ain't winning nothing. Right. I like Minnesota. Yeah. Unless it's against New Orleans. I wonder what Jimmy Johnson figured out with him. Hey. Yeah. That's why he was gone so quick. But even then, what he built, uh, Barry Switzer uh, benefited from one more title. But I don't think that was on him. I think it was just he got the team that Jimmy Johnson uh, assembled, and that was a Super Bowl team. Yep. What are the chances of Dak leaving the Cowboys next year? 25%. I'd say it's higher than that. Yeah. Does he play next year for them? I think give it one more year. If it's another bust year, I don't think it'll be. So when in Tommy Two Guns world, what's a bust year? Well, I mean, this kid hasn't even made the playoffs yet, but he's asking... Oh, no, money? his first year they were thirteen and three. They made the playoffs. Oh, fair. Okay, okay, fine. What happened since then? I think they still made it one more time after that. Sorry, but they have no. They they're not doing what they're needing to do. The Cowboys, right? Yeah. Cares. There's a lot of money on that <laughs> roster. There is. Ought to be some more out too. I think Dak's worthy of the contract. Honestly, I think where they're going to struggle is once some of these. Uh, what's held them afloat is their offensive line. I think they're going to lose a couple of those players. They're not, not going to be able to afford all of them. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, do you break up the duo, Dak and Ezekiel? Seem like they're a tandem. I, I think they'll stay together. I think the one that might be out eventually will be Amari. But, again, they have both of those guys, right? It's either Amari or Dak. They can only franchise one of them, so they got to sign the other. Yeah. If they really want him. And Mari wants to be a cowboy for life. But like we said last week, so where is he going to end up? He'll end up giving Dak money. Yep. One or the other. One of these things just doesn't belong here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Who remembers that song? What else you got, Mike? (laughs) All right. So uh, let's talk about some free agents here. All right. All right. Talk about uh, cornerback Jonathan Joseph. Pew, pew. Is this the rapid? We gonna, we gonna yeah, shoot let's do the shoot rapid. Clock. Tommy, okay. Tommy, Tommy let me hear your sound effects. Jonathan Joseph. Please continue. <laughs> I ain't got no sound effects for that. Come on. All right. Jonathan Joseph. Oh, uh, 
What's the question? Where he's going to end up? Or yeah, he's a he's a pending free agent. Honestly, I think he'll end up. Um, he has to go to a contender because he no longer will demand top dollar. He's at the twilight. You know, he's a good player, very good player, but he's got to go to a contender because he wants to win the championship. Because that's what's missing from his resume. Sure. Yeah. So, opposite Steph, uh, Stephen Stephen Gilmore or in uh, New England. That's my guess. Wow, that'd be a good pickup. Mm-hmm. A good pickup. What about Byron Jones? I thought he might go to New England. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Probably be a good fit for him. The guy's like uh, athletically is a freak, right? Uh, do you remember from his combine when he did the broad jump? He he his broad jump was a world record, mm-hmm. over twelve feet. I think like twelve feet three inches, and uh, yeah, world record. I don't know what else to say. That's it's a world record. It's a world record. <laughs> I'd love to see him come to Green Bay, though. Mm. That would be neat. That would be neat. Hunter Henry, tight end. He was with uh, with Titans. Uh, who is he with? Uh, well, no, he's with uh, Hunter Henry. Is the um, tight end from San Diego? But San Diego. But so when we were talking about this earlier in the week to maybe bring it up on our show, he actually got franchise tagged by San Diego, so he is not mm. going anywhere. All right. Okay. Uh, what about Shaq Thompson then, linebacker from the Carolina, correct? Or... Yeah. Oof. Honestly, I think that the uh, uh, Panthers will make him a priority resign because of Luke Keekley retiring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll be signed. Hey, makes sense. Makes sense. What about uh, offensive tackle Brian Bulaga, mm. longtime Green Bay Packer? Yeah, he's he's just one of those dogs, man. He's always, he's solid players. Since he got in the league, I thought it was a very good draft pick by your Packers. Yeah, it was good. He's he served us well, but they're letting him go. Yeah, him and Jimmy Graham uh, no longer. Well, I think that so Graham could end up in Carolina. Where do we think he'll end up? Yeah, I could think I I could see that Graham end up in Carolina. I think Brian yeah. Bulaga ends up honestly Dallas Miami Dolphins. Really? Seattle. I can see that. Yeah. I, I don't know if we'll pay for him. Oh, uh, us? No, we'll pay for him. No, I'm saying Seattle. Oh, Seattle, Seattle. Yeah. Well, don't you guys? What up? Oh, sorry. Good. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I was gonna ask. Um, what's the uh, Brown under? Um, what? Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown. There you go. Oh yeah. Um, is behemoth? Is he a priority get signed by Seattle? I say so. Mm. Okay. No, good. Great player. Yeah. Um, he's good when he's healthy. Yeah, He's but what about uh, Jermaine Effetti? Get rid of I that guy. Fetty. Do you? I do. Oh, dude, he has the most false starts. He's a that's penalty the, yeah. machine. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is the one down. He's a big boy. You can't do it with your heart, Tommy. Yeah. You got to leave the heart out of it, man. I don't know, man. I know he's got beautiful eyes. <laughs> he's looking at those deep Polynesian purple eyes. Puppy dog eyes. <laughs> Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go. Yeah, two guns when you stare into my eyes. You're going to hear Izzy's over the rainbow. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> you, you, yes, you do. It's, nope. Let's move on. <laughs> it's added, uh, All right, right, moving, moving on. on. Uh, Eric Armstead. Mm. Defensive line. Who's he playing for, Johnny? Who's he playing for right now? He plays for the 49ers. He's coming here. 
He's a Come he's here. a first from Seattle. Oh, this guy. Honestly, fucking shit. So the problem with Eric <laughs> Eric Armstead is that he is the third best lineman on that uh, in uh, the Niners system, which is uh, Nick Bosa and uh, DeBuckner Forrester or Force or above him. He's the third guy. Then they got a bunch of up and coming guys behind him, like Solomon Thomas, a couple others. Um, Eric Armstead is the best defensive player on any team that he goes to other than the one that he's on. That's what I think. Okay. So on, I think what's going to happen is you'll see him in uh, Minnesota with the Vikings in that purple, that god-awful purple that you hate so much, Michael. Yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> I'm that's, colorblind, and I still hate that color. I think that's where he ends up. Hmm. Because I think they're not going to retain uh, Everson Griffin and to replace him, they bring in uh, Eric Armstead. Pay some big money for Armstead. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, this next name, I don't know if I know how to say it. Yannick Ngoku? <laughs> <laughs> how do you say the, it? It's the guy from um, Jacksonville. Yes. The pass rusher. Yeah, yeah. So uh, cool. the destination that doesn't have me heard. say his name. I have I can't really say it either, and I even tried to look it up on YouTube. And when I looked it up, I had to watch three different ones because the first one I was like, "That's obviously wrong," and then the second one was different, the third one was different, and then the fourth one was different. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" I don't want to slaughter it, but Yannick, yeah, yeah, on the edge. Where where we see him going? You don't he think he's staying the there? Huh? Staying in Jacksonville or just in state? In the state. Oh, so Tampa Bay or Miami, where? He's going Miami. Uh, my man. Nah. He's he's very similar. <laughs> you know what's funny is he's very similar to uh, Chaco, uh, Chaco, Taco Charlton, uh, who we required last year when uh, Dallas released him. We got Taco as a steal. We, we don't need this guy. Good right. player. We don't need him. Maybe he needs to go to the Browns. Huh, pay for him. Insurance what about Dante Fowler? For, uh, insurance policy for Miles Garrett if he goes to the Browns. Right. right? <laughs> exactly. No. Uh, Dante Fowler. So from the Rams, one of their pass rushers. Seattle? To replace uh, Clowney? Yeah, stay in division, possibly. Yeah, no, that's a good, strong possibility. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're definitely going to need him. Good to see that happening. If we have a season, coronavirus. <laughs> Hashtag shadow. Oh, so just just to uh, kind of circle back, I remembered what we were talking about before the show. Uh, it was that because of the coronavirus, uh, Verizon has opened up all of their modems to where if you are a Xfinity customer, your... Um, Router is now accessible to any any customer because they uh, declared a state of emergency. Remember that now? Oh. Yeah. So this is a thing that it, we knew it existed, but uh, well, by we, I mean me and Easy e knew this existed, and we could not think of a scenario where it would come into fruition, but right now it just happened with the state of emergency. So I'm on Xfinity uh, phone. Uh, so I already got this with Wi-Fi, uh, and they just opened it for all Verizon customers. Yes, yes. 
And, and, and I heard, oh, good. Well, uh, you notice the difference though, E? Like when does it pop up for you in your phone? What did before? Um, because my phone threw it. No, 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 what I'm saying is like uh, between because you've had a different carrier before or no? I had Verizon before. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying once they switched you to that plan, did it make a difference for you? Yeah, I see more Wi-Fi's. Uh, yeah. it, it automatically connects me to them. Right, while I'm but I, I don't or... think it's. I don't think they just opened it to other. Uh, because of the state of emergency, it's not just open to other Verizon devices. It's open. Period. Oh, wow. Well, my understanding is that you could contact uh, those companies and get free Wi-Fi for thirty to sixty days, because they're trying to do a lot of e-learning and a lot of underprivileged families can't afford to have the internet. And so they're uh, giving them internet for free for 30 to 60 days so they can do that online schooling and stuff. That is true. Um, I know partially because of that, because of my son's school, um, they made uh, a push for the iPads. My son already had one, but they were calling all the families saying, hey, even if you can't afford this, uh, the state has approved funding for you to get this regardless, blah, blah, blah. So call us and we'll hook you up. I got the email just yesterday about it. Oh, oh I got the email. Oh, oh. oh. it came through. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you press the button. They go into cyberspace. Then they come back. We're regular space. Waka. You tell them Waka. Waka. Ufa. All right. All right. So, hey, so this is what's leading us now to our question of the week. Mommy. You all ready for this? Tommy, I think you should go first. What was the question, Mike? Are you ready here? Here we go. All right. (laughs) What can you not believe you believed as a child? So what did we believe as a child that we are surprised that we were fooled by? Yeah? Yes. Okay, so hashtag... Gullible creeper. Gullible creeper. <laughs> so as a kid, what were you gullible as that as an adult you're like, this mf I can't believe I believed it. Tommy, you're up. Man, that's a tough one. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean... Tooth fairy. Well, the the one that got me the most was was actually because my dad told me I was adopted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so shout out Papa Reinhardt. He he always told me at a very young age, and so I was like ten or eleven. I figured out that I wasn't really adopted. I mean, it was like long time, dude. (laughs) Dude, he was mean with it. He laughed so hard, and I was like, "I'm adopted, anyways," and he just started laughing. Huh. Uh, so, uh, man, your dad was the original troll. I just picked up the slack for him lately. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Johnny, what you got? Uh, when I was a kid, um, my mom used to tell me that the uh, police officers have a radar that can specifically scan your car that can tell if you have your seatbelt on. Oh wow! Yeah, so nice. I believed it. I so I uh, as a kid, I used to wear my seatbelt, and that's why because my mom told me, "No, the cops they'll pull us over. They have a radar on a gun that they can scan your car, and it will say if you have your seatbelt on or not." Which, you know, I saw the I've seen cops, and I saw them pointing the gun. I was like, "That's a seatbelt gun!" <laughs> <Right there. laughs> 
So that Sad was. The thing is, is we'll probably have that here pretty soon. Dude, I'm surprised it's not already in, uh, integrated. It could be. If it really wanted to be, it could be. Your mom making it up for so long and then comes true. Dude, right? She was uh, Andrea Damas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's boy. right. Andrea Damas the hippie. He's Cleo. I, I, I call you. <laughs> what you got, Mike? Man. Well, I would just have to say uh, growing up, um, I was really afraid of the dark. And uh, no, you know what? I'm going to say I got to go with after seeing Jaws, man. I believe that there was a freaking shark in the deep end of a pool. Well, what did your parents tell you, though? That, that I think that was the question. What did your parents tell you that you... No, no, it wasn't. No. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Gullible. Man, get out of here with that nonsense. Hey, I'm telling you the question. Even though you asked it, I'm telling you what it was. Hey, Jamie, <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> I think I believed, man. I, I honestly believed when I would go underwater and look into the deep end of a swimming pool, I would oh. see a shark after seeing Jaws, oh. man. Like, uh, I was afraid of the deep end of the pool. Oh, dude. What's that guy? He he never acted in anything else, but he was, like, the main character in that. Two guys go in. One track. You know, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he the wasn't main, an actor. The dude. main lifeguard. Yeah, he wasn't an actor at all. He literally that did that job. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. You know, I I did not like going in water that I couldn't see anything. And I did not like uh, going to the deep end of a swimming pool because oh, I believe there were sharks. So I am terrified of the ocean when I can't see see my feet. Like, yeah, are you I still in the ocean? Yeah. We should have that be our next week's question, like phobias or something. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. My man, already future proofing our show. Thank you, Mike. One, you're Come awesome. Come on, man. Guys, you gotta stay looking ahead. G stands for genius, right above your forearm. But before childhood <laughs> beliefs that you cannot believe you believed in. That's the question of the week. Hashtag gullible creepers. And uh, I would just have to ask you guys just a random question. Just a random question that. Maybe uh, you can or cannot answer. Uh, what's the strangest place you've urinated or defecated? That's really, are, are we answering this, Mike? <laughs> you totally don't have to, man. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, man. No, you're good. You don't have to answer no, that. Oh, I have a good one. I, I oh, you do? do? Yeah. Is uh, So back in 1999... Like, well, damn, it's a long time ago. We were in uh, uh, New York City, and I was on a tour bus with the, one of those open-ended tour buses. Mm-hmm. And um, we were driving around um, the World Trade Centers. And then so as I'm in this tour bus on the top end that's open, I'm recording video. But, you know, you have the buildings here in Seattle. They're, you know, 600 stories, somewhere like that. So they're they're... Oh, 600, that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> they're like 16 million stories. Never before seen stories. <laughs> 16,000. 16. But uh, I think I meant 1,600 feet high is what I meant. That sounds close. Okay. So uh, um, 
those when you look from the ground level up to those buildings, you look, you know, almost straight up. Well, when we were on the top of this tour bus, it was straight up towards the World Trade Center. What I remember is looking up and uh, it gave me like a sense of vertigo and I had to rush downstairs like sprint towards the bathroom because the <laughs> head started spinning so I could uh, throw up or not throw up. So, yeah, World Trade Center made me sick to my stomach in 1999. Mm. Nice. Two years yeah. later, not the same. I got a story. Uh, when I was in sixth grade camp in California, I don't know what year that was, many moons ago. Uh, probably, I don't know, early 90s, 30s. late 80s. Oh. <laughs> 1930s was... How how big was Marilyn Monroe during this time? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am not that old. Anywho, so sixth grade camp. We're out there for a week in the campgrounds. We're, we're going on a hike as a group, and I got to take a shit. Like, I knew it. I was straight up. I had a groundhog that was checking if its shadow was ready or not. <laughs> like, it was bad. It was bad. So uh, I was like, hey, I'm going to go down here and check this stuff out. And so I go down there, and I take a duke, and there's nothing to wipe with around there, right? Mm. So, man, I just I just go all in. So we get done. We get back to the campground. I immediately go to my uh, sleeping bag and change out of my pants into shorts. And in the meantime, I got to wipe my butt with these underwear. And I go straight to the lost and found and toss them in there. I open them and start digging around. And I'm like, oh, gross. Whose underwear are these? (laughs) <laughs> they were crap stained underwear. They hung them up on the fan. They were like, whose underwear are these? I'm like, that is so raunchy. Now everyone knows, dude. Oh, man. Oh, you should have pleaded the fifth on that one. Never admit to that in public. That was me, folks. You know. God. That was me. I put them dirty underwear in the lost fan. <laughs> I just toss him in there and immediately act like I found him. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? Were you the one yelling uh, I was at like, Oh, gross! <laughs> Who's underwear is this, dude? That's genius. You got well ahead of that one. Oh, oh man! Great. What kind of an operation are you running here? Everyone <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my story, man. Sixth grade camp. Tommy, you got anything? <laughs> no, his was a beer and bacon fest center field. <laughs> <Cinco field. laughs> that was the VIP treatment. Yeah. Or what was it like? First Avenue, Edgar Martinez Drive. Tommy was like, did you just piss in the middle of the street? <laughs> I probably did. Uh, no, it, it happened. Oh. I have witnesses, but I'm not going to call them out. <laughs> There's some CCTV footage somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the internet. You're already internet famous. That's right, man. Good. It'll be bums peeing on my porch video. <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy. Hey, it's Tommy Two Guns. <laughs> uh, I'd have to say the weirdest place I'd ever have to have to do that was. Uh... <laughs> oh, boy. No, it was. We were. On a mission um, in Iraq, 
<clears throat> whatever, but... Oh, they were talking about the D&D. Go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> and we had... Eat, we got tired of MREs. And so we tried some of the oh. local guys' pizza. <laughs> <clears throat> and so we're out on patrol, man. And out of nowhere, it just hit you like a brick. I had a... Cheese brick. Yeah. yeah. Boom. <laughs> you try going alongside one of those vehicles trying to crap. It's horrible. Like you were moving? Yeah. While you're walking? Yeah. Did you have a bucket <laughs> or you just like dropped no, it rabbit style? There's a, there's a reason why they call it shit boot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Is it part of your kit? Like, do you, oh, hold on. Let's, so how did you, you, uh, you have to shit and move. Yeah. That's a challenge on its own. It's the like skill. a skill. You gotta like yeah. jump and squat at the same time. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's part of it. But then, uh, do you guys have as a part of your kit a way to clean yourself? Yeah, baby wipes. You, well, you you have the option to pack your stuff. Okay. You you it's whatever you're gonna want in your salt pack. Was your essentials. baby wipes in your salt pack? Uh, no, socks were though, and those went bye bye. <laughs> hey, right on, man. What about like tonight? Like you were ready. Tough acting tonight. Act you tenactin. have to have athlete's ass. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had chafing in the butthole later. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then this brings us back to the story of the hemorrhoids. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. And wet sandpaper for Mark, for Mr. Johnny Fiend. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Well, you guys got anything else? No, I think we're good, player. I think we're good, player. Easy E, you good? Player. Oh, good. Oh, that sultry voice. I love it. Yeah. Hey, folks, don't forget to check us yes. out. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, 2Genius1Idiot.com. Facebook group. Facebook group, 2Genius1Idiot uh, at gmail.com. Folks, we're everywhere. Come find us. Listen to us. Interact with us. We like it. It's fun. No peepee touch. No peepee touch. You have been listening to Two Genius, One Idiot. Who was this episode's idiot? Let us know. Hey.